Dive into the world of dance at the Victorian College of the Arts. Their program offers a unique blend of artistry, performance, and choreographic practice within an inclusive environment. As an undergraduate student, you explore contemporary dance, physical theatre, ballet, urban dance, and more in a collaborative studio lab setting. At honors level, specialize in performance skills, choreographic practice, or dance research. Plus, benefit from the proximity of local choreographers and companies, including Philip Adams, Stephanie Lay Company, Lucy Guerin, Chunky Move, and Dance House. Through professional placements, their students have the opportunity to develop pathways for their future careers through these relationships and networks. Consider a variety of bachelor, masters, and even doctorate programs available according to your needs. Join them and unleash your artistic potential at the Victorian College of the Arts. Learn more through the link in the descriptions below. It's not always great to be alone and sort of be this genius or artist locked up in your own laboratory, fantasizing about great ideas with no one else to share that with. <laughs> so, collaboration over competition. Hello and welcome to the Background Dancer. I'm your host Jason Yap. Thank you for joining me with our community of passionate dance contributors from around the world and across different fields. In this weekly podcast, I offer educational conversations and insightful tips to help you better understand all things off stage about this curious art form. Hello, 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 and welcome to a very special edition of the Background Dancer. Another solo episode, but a very, very interesting and different one from what we usually do here, because this is just an update episode. It's not a solo episode. It's one that I want to use as a means of letting you know and reaching out and just sort of updating you on the many changes that have occurred, uh, not just to my life, but also to the podcast. So I hope you're doing well wherever you are. And I hope that you are already getting back to normalcy. At least it is quite so here in Slovakia. And entering my third season with a dance company, things are starting to shape up. Yeah, it's getting really hectic. I had a really hectic summer but uh, it was filled with activities. I was being very productive. And it was also a great time to reflect on the seven-month journey that I've had with the background dancers so far. So many changes and also many updates, many new possibilities that I will tell you in a very short moment. So to start things off, you know, I just wanted to say that having this podcast has really helped me sort of reviewed and even shaped the way that I've see that I see the world of dance but also the world of performing arts right and podcasting apart from you know other technology and also this opportunity to speak with very interesting people around the world has very much acted as an independent platform to express my life's work so every single time when I do an episode it's not just well me talking to somebody it's really if you can use this way to see things, it's my life's work. It's my life's sharing 
and my way of communicating with the world through another person's lens. The other thing that it has also acted as is a conduit, right? To continue helping, to providing value to not just my peers, but also hopefully the following generations. And I just really wanted to build this community with you of people who are critical, who are accountable for our industry and who are willing to take risks and not just, well, self-serving, not just expecting people to help you out, but really try to contribute back to the industry. So with that being said, I have two very big lessons that have been derived from my seventh month journey so far. And I have a lot of concrete examples to go with it as well. So without further ado, the first thing that I encourage you in everything that you do is to not be afraid to pivot. So pivoting doesn't necessarily mean a 180 change, right? It's more so minor adjustments, nuances that you could do to enhance an experience. And I've done that very specifically towards the style and even the format of this podcast compared to my initial plans. So for example, if you go back and listen to the the first couple of episodes, they were maximum like 30 minutes long. And I sort of broke them up into two episodes just to have a little bit of leeway with people's time and how they consume it. And I started receiving feedback that, yeah, I think it would be better that if I could continue doing this, but just don't break the podcast episodes into two and sort of invest in taking the time to investigate, right, to explore much deeper and just post it as one hour. So most of my episodes right now are between 50 minutes to one hour long. And I do and have seen a difference in how it plays out. And I'm very, very satisfied with the amount of information that I can basically derive from my guest, as well as also the depth of discussion that we've been able to achieve so far. So hopefully you're also on the same boat. And if you have further suggestions as to how I can continue improving that experience, feel free to let me know. Now, the other thing that I also wish to talk about is this idea, this dichotomy, this slight sort of conundrum between collaboration and competition. Now, I myself admittedly am an incredibly competitive guy. And that applies to everything that I do. I always want to be the best that I can be. And sometimes it comes with the expense of collaboration. Also having to pivot myself, I've had to convert that thinking of having always to win into winning together with other people. (laughs) And, you know, it's Definitely originated from my experiences in the dance world, but it has sort of been amplified through my journey in podcasting. And I can guarantee you, just from my own experiences, that a healthy dose of competition will help you in everything that you do. But collaboration is probably going to get you further. So if you have a great idea, do not be afraid to share that idea. Throw it into the ether because Through collaboration, people will help you enhance that idea and hopefully you'll get to succeed together. It's not always great to be alone 
sort of be this genius or artist locked up in your own laboratory fantasizing about great ideas with no one else to share that with <laughs> so collaboration over competition collaboration being the best way to continue going forward and helping yourself to pivot if necessary Hey, Jason here with a special message for you to help and continue serving our beloved performing arts community. So here's what you can do. Share this with one person you believe who this episode can benefit and attach a personal note explaining why. This way, you are not only helping me grow this show, but also adding value to those you truly care about. Massive appreciation as it means the world to me and let's get right back to the show. So those are the two major lessons that I've learned so far. Hopefully you also resonate with them. Let's talk about updates. I think updates are very important as well because many things have changed and many things will continue changing as we go along. But whenever I have the chance, I would love to reach out to you and tell you what has been added, what I continue to intend to do, and what I wish to develop heading into the future. So I have five very simple ones. And the first one would be the most obvious, which is the background dancer used to be a weekly podcast. But that was during the peak of the pandemic and with things opening up right again. It just makes complete sense that I streamline my workload so that I also have time to pursue my other interests. So the background dancer will officially become a bi-weekly podcast starting, actually already starting in August. I'm not sure whether you noticed it, but yeah, one episode in two weeks hopefully also allows me time to continue enhancing the quality of those episodes and find ways in which I can tweak and also continuing that exploration. Ultimately, it is an exploration of the craft itself and not sort of get tied up in this overproductive mode, which tends to happen a lot, right? So that's the first update, a bi-weekly episodic format. The second thing that is coming to the background, Dancer, starting in October. Yes, you're listening to this in October and I think this is the reason why I timed the release of this episode for October is blog posts just as educational content beyond what you listen to on the episodes. And it will contain not just English, but also Mandarin write-ups for those who wish to read, but also read in Chinese. And that is just a way for me to reconnect firstly with my Malaysian community, my Chinese Malaysian community, but also other Chinese speaking and reading communities throughout the world. So the blog posts will be a combination of small little write-ups, personal write-ups from my writer, my editor, but also a summary of every single episode. So if you have not listened to the previous episode and all the previous episodes and don't wish to listen to them because of time or other reasons, you could always read about them as well and have a really quick takeaway third update is none other than YouTube. 
Yes, I will be starting a YouTube channel very, very soon. The background dancer will be going Joe Rogan style. Yeah. So every week we will be releasing a very short five to six minute video, really sort of extracting the best bits from my interviews with the guests and just allow you to get a really nice bite-sized type of experience of what we're trying to do. And if you continue to be as supportive and want to listen to every single episode fully, of course, you'll be listening to that here audio only. But the best part about YouTube also is that you could get to see my face. Yeah, and I'll just listen to my voice on a much more frequent basis, which is not necessarily a bad thing, right? But yeah, you know, those are the things, my guests as well. So yeah, YouTube. And actually, since we're already speaking about YouTube, I was so fortunate to receive a grant from Malaysia to extend the background dancer to another series where compared to what we talk about here, which is mostly career-oriented stuff, I'm going to be talking a lot more about solutions and policies that are very specific to the Malaysian performing arts industry. So if you're into those kinds of things, a very critical take and sometimes quite heavy content about solutions and policies, stay tuned for that. That's also releasing soon, actually projected to release in November, and it's called Mosaic in Malaysia. The fourth update that I have is my potential and impending venture into Clubhouse. So we all know Audio Social is taking over the world and Clubhouse is leading the way in that sense. And I've been toying with the idea of having a room in Clubhouse for a very, very long time. But I decided that if I were to go into this, I would not be doing it solo. So I finally found two other co-hosts that will accompany me on this very exciting journey. Yes. So why Clubhouse though? I really love the idea and the sensation of ephemerality, live engagement, presence. So compared to podcasting, which I could also do, for example, having a live call, Clubhouse does that to its purest form. And I really wanted to venture into that and yeah, see how it works out. Hopefully it's going to be a bi-weekly session as well. I'll be creating a room in Clubhouse and we're going to be talking about some of the most difficult issues that we face here in the dance world. If you're into those kinds of things or just want to join us for a chat on the weekend, I'll keep you updated. Last but not least, the fifth update that I have, which is very much one of the hardest things that I've done so far as well, and I'm actually really happy that I finally mustered the courage to do so, is to set up a donation platform. Now, it's called Buy Me A Coffee. You've probably heard of it. It's very similar to things like Patreon or Ko-fi.com. Yeah, <laughs> but basically what you can do is buy me a coffee by donating some money. Now, as artists, we sometimes get overwhelmed and are always reverting back to this sort of like poor artist syndrome thing, right? Like you don't want to, or you don't dare to ask people for money, but I'm just going to say it out to you. Like if you think I do good work and if you think I deserve your support monetarily, this is the way to do it. I spoke about this on episode 22 called In Tech I Trust, where I said one of the newest integrations of my technological journey was to set up Buy Me A Coffee. So this is a proper call to action to say, hey, if you like what I do and you want to support me and 
you want to help me continue developing, definitely think about、um, supporting me. It would mean the world to me. And having said that, if you decide not to contribute monetarily as well, that's also fine. You can still help me in a myriad of ways, and one of those ways is to rate and review the platform, share it to other friends who may benefit from this content as well. It would also mean the world to me to actually read and hear your thoughts on the other side. So those are the five updates. And they will all be coming out at different times throughout the next two months. But don't worry, everything will be on social. So if you have not followed me yet, definitely do so in the links below. I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, even Pinterest. I'll be updating you as we go along. But once again, this is the whole purpose for this episode. I've learned a lot, and hopefully you have too. And I hope to continue providing value, not just to you, but everyone connected to you in the world of dance. Thank you so much for your time once again. Have a very great week ahead, and I will see you in the next one. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Be sure to subscribe, comment, and leave a review on your designated podcast and social media platforms. If you found this interesting or helpful. Feel free to share with members of your community so that they too may connect with us in our quest to foreground dance in the background. I'm Jason Yap of the Background Dancer, and as always, catch you next time. If you're listening to this, you are most definitely a dance enthusiast. Maybe even one for dance science. Well, why not join the International Association for Dance Medicine and Science, or IADMS for short, and become part of a global community dedicated to supporting dancers and performers worldwide. With active members from over 50 countries, including experts in dance, medicine, and science, IADMS provides a diverse network of support and resources. As a member, you'll gain access to exclusive benefits such as discounts to year-round events, their vast collection of e-learning opportunities, and a subscription to the Journal of Dance Medicine and Science, amongst other incredible and unique offers. Join the mission for better outcomes and apply for an IADMS membership today. Click the link in the descriptions below for more info.